This is Longview Living, the podcast that guides physicians and dentists on a path towards financial security. Welcome to the Longview Living Podcast. My name is Bonnie Catherine Prather, and today we are going to be discussing a very fun topic, debt. Now, most people deal with debt in some way or another, and most of those people have questions about debt. To help us in discussing debt, we are joined by Bo Hill, financial advisor at Longview Planning Partners, and Marcus Esposito, managing partner at Longview Planning Partners. Both Bo and Marcus discuss debt with their clients on a daily basis and have a lot of knowledge about what it looks like to balance debt and make decisions regarding debt. Their conversation gives great perspective on how to handle and balance debt. So without further ado, here's today's episode. All right. Thank you, Bonnie Catherine. Uh, Today, we've got Marcus Esposito here with us uh, and our topic of conversations is going to be debt. And, and debt repayment strategies, uh, you know, but before we get started with that, right, Christmas is right around the corner, Marcus. Uh, you, you guys have any big plans set up? We do not have big plans. Um, we take Christmas pretty easy. Um, we kind of have an open door policy at our house where anybody can can come, but we're not going anywhere. Um, we But we do, we do a pretty big Thanksgiving, and so... Uh, uh, my family kind of likes to stay put, but but uh, the more the merrier. We have an open door policy and uh, and lots of food. I, I make a bunch of jambalaya. I'm a yeah. New Orleans guy, so um, anybody who wants to come, come on. That sounds great. I, I might, might have to join you for that jambalaya. That more sounds really good. Um, but. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Um, so, so like I mentioned earlier, right? You know, the conversation today is going to be based around debt, and you know, debt can be very emotional for lots of people, right? And, and when we talk about debt, right, we try to take the emotion out of it, and you know, to to that end, right, debt necessarily isn't always a bad thing, right? You know, but you know, we we need to look at it, you know, in the context of an opportunity cost situation, right? And and we'll talk more about that, you know, shortly. Um, you know, but, you know, Marcus, you know, when most people think about debt, right, they tend to focus on their interest rate, right? And But, you know, on top of the interest rate, right, what are some important things to consider, um, you know, when we're actually understanding our debt and, you know, how, how this actually helps or, you know, hurts us? Yeah, first off, I mean, such a fun subject that, you know, I'm glad I get to pick, get picked for the most, <laughs> the most exciting subject out there. Um, and, and honestly, um I think most people don't focus on interest rates first. I, I think they just focus on a number, a balance, or the sheer fact that they have debt in general. But but to exactly what you said, Bo, is is interest rates are, are critical when you're assessing your debt to know what they are. Um, but but there's a few other things. Uh, especially in today's environment, knowing if your loan is is fixed or variable. If you have a variable loan, there's there's actually probably a pretty good chance you know it right now. Um, and uh, other things worth sure. I mean, I'm sure most of those payments have gone up, right? Yeah, yeah, they've probably you know in in many instances doubled. Um, and and then one other thing I would 
kind of throw in there is just knowing the terms of your debt, um, whether that be any kind of prepayment or or any kind of additional fees that that come in on top of your interest rate. Sure. Obviously, some loans have, you know, prepayment penalties, right? If you try to pay them off early, things like that, right? So that's really important. You know, another another big thing, right? You know, when we're talking about, you know, younger physicians, right? You know, most of them are buying a house for the first time, right? And, uh, you know, a lot of times some of the loans, right, might carry, you know, uh, you know, mortgage interest, right? Or a mortgage interest premium, right? So they're going to charge you a little insurance there to make sure that you're paying, you know, paying the note, right? So it's, you know, it's very important that essentially we know that. Um, if you don't mind, just just spend a little bit more time on 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 the on the fixed versus the variable rates, right? And, and kind of explain that to our listeners behind what it is we're actually trying to accomplish. Yeah, I mean, at a at an interest rate like that, right? It's that's somewhat guaranteed. He's going to pay eleven percent every every single month. Um, it's it's potentially pretty hard to to beat those averages. I mean, just thinking about sort of long-term averages in the S&P 500, those tend to be on average lower than that. And and so that's a perfect example of, well, maybe I do prioritize my debt at, at this point. Same thing with credit card debt, right? It, you know, those interest rates can approach mid 20s to, to 30%. And those things are somewhat hard to to outpace, but there are things like, I mean, I have a mortgage that I got in 2020 and, and that interest rate is very low. And while, you know, psychologically, I, I, I don't like debt very much. I hate having that payment. I've got to sort of check myself and say, you know what, like this is this is a very low interest rate, more than likely. I could outpace this and probably outpace it substantially over particularly over a 30 year time frame like a mortgage and so sure. again balancing those things is important we uh we we did a study where sort of all things being equal and it, we took a, a 10 percent loan interest rate and uh, yeah we could accumulate at 10 percent and <clears throat> what we saw happen was you would, you would almost think things would come out sort of as a net neutral. Um, but if you took the extra money that you had, where if you were going to pay down debt versus, uh, versus saving it, um, you actually wound up with more if you saved it. And it really has to do with the power of compounding, right? On your debt, while you're paying the same interest rate, well, that balance is going down over time. Sure. Where, you know, if you're accumulating, it's going up. And so it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, so so all things being equal, uh, it seems like actually saving uh, is is sort of the better opportunity cost. And so back to my example of a mortgage. Well, if I can outpace that, then then my opportunity cost my where I'm, you know, uh, where my score will be better at the end, where my where my money will be uh, larger, I guess, as a net worth, um, is I, I will certainly outpace it. But but there are numbers like you mentioned, eleven percent. We talked about credit cards; those are things that are pretty hard to outpace. And then again, and then it tilts towards debt. 
Uh, that's great. And we really appreciate the examples there because, you know, I mean, that, that really is interesting. I mean, you know, you would think that, you know, I mean, if I had a 10% interest rate and I could make 10% somewhere else, right, those things would basically be about the same. But, you know, that, that power of compounding interest is, is, is really huge over time, right? And, uh, you know, it can, can, can really help. All right. So, so, so Marcus, we've talked about a few of these already, but, you know, if you don't mind, give our listeners so, some ideas and some examples of some things that they can do to kind of apply some of these concepts to their own personal situations. Absolutely. So I think the first thing you need to do is assess your risk tolerance, right? You know, as we mentioned before, like the S&P 500 on average has a pretty high average rate of return, but there's plenty of people who uh, their risk tolerance doesn't match up to that. They don't, they don't necessarily feel comfortable with as big of a roller coaster ride as that potentially could be. And so if you are more prone to be much more conservative, then you need to assess your opportunity costs based on rates of return that sort of a match being a little bit more conservative. Another thing I think that that is absolutely worthwhile to consider is just time frames, right? So if I'm going to put money towards something for 30 years, then I'm assessing it over a much longer time frame of, of how I can do. But uh, if, if this needs to happen over the next couple of months or the next year where I'm trying to free up money, then, then, then I may need to focus slightly differently. And so um, time frame becomes a pretty big factor as well. I think that's good. Um, you know, and I know one of the things that we talk a lot that people can do, right, is is implement a uh, a debt snowball. And uh, so, so if you don't mind, you know, spend a few minutes kind of explaining how a debt snowball works and how someone could benefit from using one. Yeah. So a, a debt snowball works in you. You take sort of a list of all of your debts, right, and you know, all of them tend to have different lengths of, of time. I may have a car loan that pays off in two years, and I may have a mortgage that pays off in 23 years and, and you know, very, various different loans. And so typically with a debt snowball, whether you're paying extra or not, doesn't matter as much. If you're paying extra, it tends to work better if you pay towards the highest interest. So let's say we've got a credit card in here too for a minute. And then once that pays off, once that money frees up, you know, let's say $200 frees up from your, from your credit card payment. Um, then you move that over to the, the next highest interest rate loan. Right. And then so you're applying extra money. You sort of don't let that money hit your your checking account to go use elsewhere. Continue to use it to pay off debt. And and you're just applying it towards principal faster. And then, again, you just continue to move it over the, the total amount of payment that you were making. So let's say you were making a total amount of debt payments overall of two thousand dollars as again, one frees up, you move it to the next and never letting that hit. And then you have just continued to apply it to all of your debt. So, again, so in your example, then, right, we would just take that $2,000 a month that we've been paying and keep paying $2,000 a month until all the debt's gone. 
Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And again, I mean, kind of back to opportunity cost, though, that works in a lot of ways, particularly if you're just very inclined to just be totally done with debt. But I think a lot of times it you need to sort of segment the, the debt that you have to whether we call it good debt or bad debt or or sort of the high interest debt or uh, you know, low interest debt where the opportunity cost is much more favorable to pay off the debt and then you exclude some of the others. And so, so it is important to categorize all those things. Yeah, I, I think that's, uh, that's, that's really good advice. And, uh, and, and I know we're going to talk more about this in, in our future podcast, Marcus, but you know, I mean, the, the same, these same principles essentially can relate towards your student loans. And, you know, in reality, right, it, it doesn't really matter how you're going to pay back those student loans, right? You know, it, it's it's more or less really what works for you, what works for your goals. And ideally, right, you know, when we're looking at numbers, right, what gives you the greatest net worth at the end? And and so, I, you know, I do, do you have any, uh, you know, thoughts about student loans really quickly before we end today? Yeah, I, I agree with what you said. I do think depending on the types of loans you have, particularly government loans, there is a lot more to consider than just interest rates and timeframes and, and balances. Um, there, there's, there, there are just several more factors that make it totally different than any other debt that, that we've mentioned here where it may not even matter how high your interest rate is really what you know interest rates i guess i should say is is probably where very typically it's the first factor you're considering where this becomes in with student loans it becomes a little bit more secondary uh, you need to figure out what your income is and your family dynamic and uh be, before any of that happens your work situation. So there's lots of things, but, but always, as you mentioned, sort of balancing your goals and priorities, those have to be considered. But, but again, a lot of times what our job is, is to how do we maximize your net worth? Right. You know, at the end, and yeah, you know, I mean, and, and that obviously isn't always the end all be all right. You know, like I mentioned earlier when we started, right. Debt's really emotional thing, right? And it doesn't mean that, you know, if you want to get debt paid off as quickly as you can, that you're wrong, right? You know, I mean, that might be the right thing for you to do, right? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, right, we all have to sleep at night. Um, so, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about student loans in our next podcast and go into more detail about the things that Marcus has discussed. Uh, but in the meantime, Marcus, thank you so much for being here. And, uh, you know, we, we look forward to, to next time really, really diving into the student. That's all for today. Thanks for listening to the Longview Living Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and benefited from the information we shared. Your time and attention on a regular basis are a gift. As always, you can head over to longviewplan.com to sign up to receive our newsletter, as well as check out all the resources on our page. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.